Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. Today we are talking about multitasking. Dun, da, da, da. Are you a multitasker? I used to be. Actually, let me clarify, I still am. I'm trying not to be though because, well, after you hear today's episode, this will probably make more sense to you because today I'm going to be explaining what it is, why it doesn't work, I'm going to tell you why it, multitasking doesn't even actually exist. I'm going to tell you how it's harming you on a daily basis. And I will leave you with three little steps that you can do to start releasing your little multitasking tendencies like I am in the middle of doing. All right. I mean, I got to tell you, I knew multitasking was bad for you, but the deeper I dive into this, the more committed I am to not multitasking for my long-term brain health. So first, what is multitasking? Basically, it's just when you're trying to do two things at the same time. Now, when you're doing simple tasks, it's really not that big of a deal. You know, if you're listening to a podcast while you're working out or you're folding laundry while you're watching TV, that is not a big deal. What I'm talking about is when you get into the more complicated tasks that require you to focus where you need your brain power. That's what I'm really going to be addressing today. All right, because here's the deal. Multitasking doesn't actually exist. You may think you're multitasking, but all you're really doing is switching your brain back and forth very quickly. For example, you're working on a project, you have a thought and you go, oh, I think I'll check my email and you hop over to your email and then you go back to your project and you go, oh, let me check my email and you pack back and forth and back and forth that you could be checking email, you could be checking text or social media or whatever it is, but it's the back and forth that is called context switching and our brains are not good at it. <laughs> That's because God designed our brains to focus on only one task at a time. Contact switching is exhausting. It tires out your brain. So if you wonder why you're so tired at the end of the day, it may not be your age. Surprise. It could be because you're doing this multitasking contact switching thing all day long, and that's creating your fatigue. So think about that for a moment. And even though I just said multitasking doesn't exist, from this point forward, I'm going to refer to context switching as multitasking just for simplicity and not to confuse myself. When I say multitasking, I'm referring to context switching, all right? Multitasking makes your brain less efficient. And it's this lack of efficiency that specifically affects your ability to focus even when you're not multitasking. Let me say that again. Multitasking affects your ability to focus even when you're not multitasking. Now, y'all, I found this sentence to be quite disturbing because I realized if I engage in multitasking regularly, my ability to focus is going to deteriorate, whether I'm multitasking or not. And when I'm trying to do something really simple and basic, like read a book, I've got to admit that I've noticed that in myself. I cannot seem to focus like I used to. And I do not believe it's just an age thing. <laughs> Or maybe I just refuse to believe it's an age thing. 
Now this multitasking thing is not good in general, but it is especially bad if you engage in a lot of media multitasking. According to Scientific American, media multitasking is, quote, engaging with multiple forms of digital or screen-based media simultaneously, whether they are television, texting, or Instagram, end quote. In this 2020 article of Scientific American, it also says that media multitasking is disrupting memory, even in young adults. And they refer to it as, quote, memory sapping attention lapses, end quote. Y'all, if media multitasking is affecting the kids so even they can't recall and they can't focus and they can't pay attention well, what do you think it's doing to us? I mean, seriously, we do not have the advantage of that young, healthy brain tissue that we used to have because we are in midlife. We have to be thinking about our brain health more than ever before because as we age, we have to keep our brains healthy to ward off things like Alzheimer's and dementia. It's not fun to talk about, but it's a very real possibility as we get older. So on that bright note, you're probably wondering what you need to do to stop multitasking so much. Basically, you need to focus on only one thing at a time. That's it. We're done for the day. That's the only tip I'm giving you today. <laughs> no, friend, you know I would never leave you hanging without some serious fun-sized actions to help you start reducing those midlife multitasking tendencies. Ooh, that was a little tougher to say than I thought. Midlife multitasking. Number one, allow yourself to be bored. If you're standing in line at the grocery store, if you're waiting for someone to join you at a restaurant, resist the urge to look at your phone. Y'all, I had no idea I was doing this so much until I tried not to do it. And it got so bad, I just started either leaving my phone at home or putting it on silent and leaving it in the car because <laughs> I just kept looking at it. I couldn't help myself. And then I decided, you know what? I'm just gonna start kicking it old school like before cell phones existed. And when I started thinking of it that way, it got a lot easier to start lifting up my head and watching the people around me, watching the activities going on around me, engaging in conversation with people. Remember that? Face-to-face -face conversation, eye contact with another human being. How cool is that? And let me tell you, it is much more interesting than what is happening on your phone. <laughs> Number two, turn off all notifications on your phone for a set amount of time. Now, in a previous episode, I talked about feeling like Pavlov's dog. Every time the dog heard the bell, it would salivate. Well, for me, every time I would hear the beep, I would pick up my phone and it would beep again, and I would pick up my phone. And I said, oh, good heavens, we have got to turn this off. So I turned off all notification on my phone except phone calls. And the people who know me best understand that if something is urgent or it's an emergency, they will pick up the phone and call me. Now that I have everything turned off, I check email once or twice a day. I check my text probably about four times a day, and life has become so much quieter, so much more peaceful. And I will say I'm getting my focus back. I feel like I'm actually reclaiming what is rightfully mine by turning off all these notifications. When you get started, you may want to say, I'm going to turn off the notifications on my phone for two minutes or five minutes or whatever it is. Then you just gradually start increasing that time to the point where you are in control of that phone and it is not in control of you anymore. And number three, when you really want to get focused, batch your tasks. Now, batching is just putting similar tasks together. If you're checking email, focus on that. If you're cleaning the house, 
Focus on that. Batch all those tasks together and get them done at one time. So for example, for me, I will go through and dust and vacuum the entire house one day and then the next day I will do a quick mop and I'm done. And if you're watching TV, put away your devices so you can actually focus on the television show you're watching and enjoy it. So that's it for today. To recap quickly, there's really no such thing as multitasking. It's actually simply context switching because you're making your brain go back and forth and back and forth to different things very quickly. Multitasking tires out your brain and makes it less efficient. And this lack of efficiency specifically affects your ability to focus even when you're not multitasking. And three steps that you can do to start lowering your multitasking tendencies. Number one, allow yourself to be bored. Resist the urge to look at your phone. Number two, turn off all notifications on your phone for a set amount of time. Gradually increase that amount of time so you are in control of your phone and the phone is not in control of you. And number three, batch your tasks, putting similar tasks together to get them all done at the same time. I hope you'll take a little time to think about this and start working on your multitasking or context switching tendencies. So you'll be less tired at the end of the day and you'll be increasing your focus and making your brain healthier along the way. If you're an easy aging insider on the email list, you'll be getting a couple of more tips in this week's email on Wednesday. And if you're not an easy aging insider yet, go to theeasyagingshow.com right now and sign up. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other Easy Agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.